everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Life Transformational Self-Help. I am your host, Wilhelmina, and my new topics of discussion are coming from my book that I've been writing over the years, Signs of Having Demonic Spirits Writing Your Back. And also there will be episodes presented which aren't a part of this book. As the Holy Spirit leads me to speak and coming soon, there will be some seasons dedicated to serving our children through my Bible Explorations for Children. Happy New Year to all of my Life Transformational Self-Help listeners. I will be starting this second episode and all episodes for 2021 with covering all my listeners in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, let thy will be done in every life who are listening in on all platforms of the Life Transformational Self-Help Publishing. As we begin this year, forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit upon their lives causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in feeling your will, preparing and establishing them to expect a prosperous, greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past. Teach every listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of your hopes, dreams, and promises through your will and not their own. Change the perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because it is in the now that you are moving. Father God, I thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today's topic is using your dreams to advantageously triumph over the enemy. Are you a dreamer? In this episode, I will be sharing with you a dream back when I was married. That night, we had gone to bed and I fell asleep on my ex-husband's chest. While sleeping, I began to dream. And in this dream, my mother, my youngest daughter, and I were moving back into an old apartment complex in which I used to live in, but it was in an upstairs apartment. As I was gazing out of our living room window while unpacking our things, during the day, there seemed to be some drug activities going on outside the gate of the apartment complex. And as night falls, these individuals who were engaged with the drug exchanges started to draw in closer to our window. At the time, I was rebuking them in the name of Jesus, and while doing so, I had my hand stretched out, pushing it towards them onto the window. The closer they got to our window, the harder I would press my outstretched hand toward them away from the window. They had stopped, but didn't disappear. So I rebuked and pressed even harder in this dream. And while I was doing this in actual reality, while lying on my ex-husband's chest and to my side, I was using my feet, unlike in the dreaming stages of using my hands. How I know this is that I could feel my ex-husband shaking me on the shoulder and calling me out, baby, you're kicking me. 
I chuckled <laughs> because when he woke me up, I felt my legs moving and kicking hard at a fast rate. He thought I was chuckling at him, but in reality, it was about what I was doing in my dream compared to what was physically being done in reality. Remember when I spoke about how these individuals refused to move away from our window? It caused me to press more into my beliefs that in the name of Jesus, they would flee. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. This is found in Luke chapter 4, verses 3 through 4. So because I knew the word and I used that, I had to use that to defend myself. That is how I was keeping the demonic forces from getting to us. What I also have realized is that there were spiritual warfare going on while I was dreaming. The kingdom of darkness was trying to dominate us and I wasn't about to let that happen, which is why I was fighting so hard, which manifested in me physically kicking the mess out of my ex-husband. I can still remember my legs moving so fast back and forth like a pair of scissors and as if I was kicking and fighting to keep whatever was trying to get to us away from us. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You can find this in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. So, those spirits which were trying to get to us were unsuccessful because I was awakened out of my dream. And also, I was spiritual warfaring with them. Usually, I don't have dreams like this, but when the enemy tries to target me and others in my dreams, everything is annihilated because I know how to use my weapons to wage warfare, and with the help of Jesus, I always win. A thought to ponder. Demonic forces could only get access to you when you invite or allow them to come into your environment, just as it is by your choice for allowing the Holy Spirit to reside in you. So are the same with demonic spirits. Yes, it is only by your choice of them to do so. In other words, a spirit cannot enter into you without your consent to do so. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. The enemy and his demons thought they had me, but it turns out others around me were saved because of the power living inside of me. Don't mess with God's anointed. Every time I speak the name of Jesus, I'm winning, even in my sleep. I believe that my ex-husband may have had a great amount of demonic activity going on within his spiritual state and that they were trying to enter me, but because I knew how to speak the name of Jesus, they couldn't get access to me because I would have to invite them in. After experience all of that, I didn't sleep on my ex-husband's chest again, and I have never mentioned 
to him about why I chuckled, but I kept in mind that I knew why and left it at that. But I'm sharing with you my perceptions of the chuckle and where it had come from. It was my thoughts about what I was dreaming and the manifestations of what was being produced in the physical realm. I believe that when we are dreaming, we go into a deep dream state, which places us into the spiritual realm, where we experience attacks or dominion of principalities, power, spiritual wickedness in high places, trying to dominate our spirits with fear, as well as distorting our thoughts and gaining control over our life. But there are ways of defeating these powers. One way is learning how to use your gifts, the tools that God has given you, your hands to wage warfare against our adversary, using your feet to crush, squash, and or annihilate any negative thing that tries to keep you from reaching the destiny God has promised you. Using your mouth as one of the most powerful weapons to destroy any lingering negativity by pleading the blood of Jesus. Demons tremble at the sound of hearing the name of Jesus. Finally, in order to be successful with defeating demonic forces, meaning demons, and our adversary, the devil, permanently, you must be led by the Holy Spirit, meaning to have the presence of the living God inside of you. Here is a story about a dreamer named Joseph. His dreams were a predestination of God's thoughts for what was to come to pass, but his brothers were unaccepting of his rule over them. Where a man lacks in understanding, God still caused Joseph's dreams to become a reality. The brothers never thought that they were a part of the plan in which God intended Joseph to fulfill his will. Understand that Joseph dreams these dreams because God placed a desire inside of Joseph which brought forth a hope for becoming. As the story goes, and Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brother, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about, and made sense to my sheep and his brother said to him shalt thou indeed reign over us or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us and they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words and he dreamed yet another dream and told his brethren and said behold I have dreamed a dream more and behold the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me and he told it to his father and to his brethren and his father rebuked him and said unto him what is this dream that thou hast dreamed shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth and his brethren envied him but his father observed the saying and his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem and Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem? 
come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said unto them, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee, see whether it be well with thy brethren, and well with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed hence, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dotham. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dotham. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him, and cast him into some pit. And we will say, Some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands, and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him, that he might rid him out of their hands, to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass, when Joseph was come unto his brethren, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty. There was no water in it, and they sat down to eat bread. And they lifted up their eyes and looked, and behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Galilee with their camels bearing spicery and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. And Judah said unto his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brethren were content. Then there passed by Midianites, merchantmen and they drew and lifted up joseph out of the pit and sold joseph to the ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver and they brought joseph into egypt and reuben returned unto the pit and behold joseph was not in the pit and he rent his clothes meaning that he tore his clothes and he returned unto his brethren and said the child is not and i whither shall i go and they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goats and dipped the coat in the blood. And they sent the coat of many colors and they brought it to their father. This have we found. Know now whether it be thy son's coat or no. And he knew it and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast had devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces meaning he's torn in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his lawns and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, 
for I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his son wept for him. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's and captain of the guard. This is found in Genesis 37, verse 5 through 36. I shared Joseph's story to bring light to how we could advantageously bring our dreams into the physical aspects of the now. And that is through the spirit of the living God, which is in Jesus. But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. This is found in Job chapter 32, verses 8. To better help you understand, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You could find this in the book of John chapter 4 verse 24 let's pause and reflect by visiting the YouTube channel and listen to these songs titled the invitation by Nicholas to get a preview of what it would be like in that day that God calls your name and also the title the old apple tree by Shirley Caesar to see the love God has for you after you backslidden it that you are so desiring to return to him. The Holy Spirit is the gift of life which leads to prosperity, peace, joy, and unmerited favor. It is God who causes us to excel and not we ourselves. You may be wondering, just as Nicodemus was curious when he was speaking with Jesus, how am I to be born again? And Jesus specifically said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You can find this in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 5. Now that you know how important it is to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Believing in and accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the first step of the equation to be completed, which saves you. The next steps are that you must be water baptized, fully brought under and covered by water, which displays the outward symbol that you have been adopted into the body of Christ. It is a new identity. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide, the help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept. He is your strength and your sustainability in times of uncertainty. The reason why I mention He, the Holy Spirit, is a person also. If you have or haven't gotten an opportunity, to know Jesus on a personal level this invitation is extended to you so that you can experience a spectacular celebration in living beyond what you could ever think dream or ask God there aren't any limits pray with me Heavenly Father forgive me of my sins I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me 
I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hope and dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase. In you, I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you, now and forever, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus and accept him as your Lord and Savior, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It is necessary that you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up in the newness of Christ and receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. If you are unsure or straddling the fence about which way to go, now is the time to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. This is not a time for turning your back on God, but an opportunity to receive Him while He's near. Yes, this is your appointed time because you're listening in on this podcast episode. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or will it be the world, meaning man? Honestly speaking, straddling the fence is one way of keeping one foot into heaven and the other one in hell. This isn't a reality because you can't serve God and man meaning you can't serve them both at the same time. So you have to choose which one. But choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn your back on God could become the darkest day of your life and cost you eternity in heaven. Now, a true reality is that your choice is defined where your destiny lies. To choose sin is to choose death and die not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. So you have to think about today. Whatever you choose today, you are depositing into your future and you will get that outcome in your future. The most important thing you can do for yourself today is to renew your mind with a new heart, meaning spiritual transplant. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave earth without it. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in John chapter 3, verse 5. As I mentioned earlier, receive the new heart transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny, which is with God. Be prepared to leave and stay erect, meaning standing firm on God's word and being watchful in staying connected to the main source, which is God. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. 
And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You can find this in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. In other words, completing the equation, believing plus water baptism plus the Holy Spirit is the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory, which could be found in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. Jesus is the connection to eternal life, your new heart, helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free. Yes, it does take 100% of your dedication in prayer and participation for establishing your mood day by day and being in the presence of God. Now that you have some clarity about how the Holy Spirit operates in His connection with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. If you do not have a personal relationship with God, now is your It's a great opportunity to get to know him. Now that you have prayed this prayer of your belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It is necessary you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up in the newness of Christ and received the Holy Spirit. Let me help you understand why you need to receive the Holy Spirit and his connection. I'm going a little bit deeper. We are a spirit housed in a body. Like I mentioned earlier in the scripture, God is a spirit. So in order for us to be connected to God, we need to be connect. We need to be um, filled with His Holy Spirit, which give us direction, which helps us get control of our tongue, our feelings, which is our emotions, our five senses, which the enemy loves to use as a tool to draw us back into sin. Give this some more thought. When making your decision or choosing which way to go. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day.